history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Go ahead and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Get to clicking. And if you're feeling really lazy, just shout, hey, Alexa, play Sooner State of Mind podcast. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Sooner Nation, what is good? I must confess, I was a little worried about a trap game. We squashed that, though, didn't we? Our Oklahoma Sooners handled that business and put a 50-20 to 20 beat down on our soon-to-be former conference foe, Iowa State Cyclones. 50-20, to 20, that sounds like a lot, and it is. But for a minute there, it was a little shaky. Not in the first moment, though. Not in the first minute of that game. Not when Billy Bowman intercepted the Rocco Becht pass on the third play of the game, taking it to the house Sooners. Pick six. Up early, baby. And in my notes right there when I was watching the game, I wrote, Don't give these Cyclones life. Make them work for everything. Let the doubt creep into the freshman quarterback's mind. (laughs) But they didn't. Ensuing Iowa State drive, third and 18. Got him right where we want him. Key Lawrence, really bad angle. Instead of Rocco's second pick of the game, it's a 51-yard touchdown to Jalen Knoll. Wait a minute. Are these Cyclones trying to use some Jedi mind trick on us? Five in a row, meta. The Iowa State team can't run. But there goes Sama for 39, Norton for 20, Sanders for 13, Becked for 14. It was the running Attack of the Clones. They come into this game averaging less than three yards a carry, and in this game, they're 27 for 150 at five and a half per carry against our defense. Is something weird going on here? I don't know. Well, DG and the boys respond to that ISU strike with a 10-play, 75-yard drive culminating in a Dylan Gabriel power run right over and through a linebacker. That's right. 14 to 7. Cool. Starting to look and feel like it should. But a few big runs and a few missed tackles. And now it's 14 to 10. Still not sweating it. We're going to pull away soon. It's all good. Next Sooners possession. 
DG with all day. The lineman had great pass blocking in this game. Finds a wide open Nick Anderson for a 39-yard touchdown strike. Mr. Anderson's fifth touchdown in three weeks. OU up 21 to 10. About to put these Cyclones in a sleeper hold. Joke them out. You didn't think we'd be talking about geometry on this show, did you? But the ensuing Iowa State possession, another terrible angle. This time it's Billy Bowman. Bad angle, and he takes out Gentry Williams. Knocks him out. Malachi Crunch right there. It's a 67-yard Jaden Higgins touchdown. Our defense looking like Chiefs Wiggum. And now it's 21-17. to And then we miss a field goal and they hit one. And it's 21-20. to At that moment, I did not have a peaceful, easy feeling. And I'm starting to worry a little bit. What were you guys feeling? Sooner is making this game way too easy for the Cyclones. Making mistakes, showing shades of 2022, but it's not 2022. It's dime time. Dylan Gabriel over the top to Jaleel Farouk, 48 yards down to the Iowa State one. Farouk fights through a pass interference, makes the catch. Sooners in business, but after a penalty, now we're at the six. No problem. Dylan Gabriel using his legs, six-yard touchdown run. And on the play, just great patience by Dylan Gabriel. He let those pulling guards and tackle get there, slowed down, waited for them to do their thing, followed them big boys to pay dirt. Boom, Oklahoma up 28-20. to That is more like it. I'm starting to feel okay about things. Maybe a little better than okay. Ensuing Iowa State possession. Sooner special teams flashing again. We've talked about this a lot already in the season. Peyton Bowen blocks the punt. His second blocked punt of the year, mind you. Trace Ford, the big man's dream. Scoop it up. Score that touchdown. Oh, baby. So close. But he can't hold on. It's a safety instead of a touchdown. But points are good. We'll take them. Sooners add another field goal. And now they're up 33-20. to 20 And all is right in the world. After that field goal, oh, you back on defense. And just as I typed in my notes, Stutz not having a typical Stutz game. He brings tremendous pressure on third down. Creates an interception. My dude, Gentry Williams, picks that. Stutz, why did I doubt you, brother? Not that I doubted you. You ju- I'm just used to this stratospheric type game week in and week out. And to that point, it wasn't there. He goes and helps create the turnover. Did you know that Danny Stutzman was in all the Star Wars movies? He was the force. Look it up. It's true. Sooners take that Gentry Williams interception and they turn it into a Drake Stoops touchdown. And Stoops was out there getting a little feisty 
fighting through some defensive holdings and a couple PIs, but he would not be denied catches a strike in the back of the end zone. Sooners up 40 to 20 at the half. 19 unanswered. 21 to 20. Now we're talking 40 to 20. No longer the scruffy looking nerf herders. We are officially looking good and feeling fine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. What we didn't know is that those 20 points Iowa State scored in the first half, well, those would be the last points they would score in the game. The Sooners, however, (laughs) open up the third quarter with them big boys up front giving Dylan Gabriel all day. So much time back there, comfortable, scanning the field. You know who he found? My man, Jaden Gibson, 41-yard touchdown. Jaden's starting to put it all together. Fought through like three or four tackles to get into the end zone. I am loving this receiving core. Now, I didn't like some of the body language I saw out of Jaleel Farouk, but he still led the team in receptions and yards, so I'm going to go ahead and let that slide, but let's make sure. We're in the right state of mind, sooner state of mind, in between the lines, on the sideline, the whole time. Got to keep that chill. So he still performed, had the huge catch earlier. So I'm going to let it slide, like I said. Speaking of receivers, one of my favorite plays from this game, fourth quarter, DG. He's looking, scanning the field, doesn't see anything. He takes it down, decides to run. Stoops was one of his targets. He sees DG take off. He turns around and finds someone to block. Hits the defensive back, helping Gabriel pick up the first down. Not a huge play, but just a heads-up, hustle, smart, physical football play. You get that out of every Drake Stoops game, and I love it. He's a football player. Same drive. Stoops with the short gain, but he puts big punishment on a would-be tackler. And then he lets him know about it after the play. I just love the way this dude is wired. He's a football player. And I love the way our coaches and this team is wired. This was actually a perfect game to have in front of what will be the biggest game of the regular season. Mm, Baby, ooh. You know what's coming. A 20-point lead at the half, but still plenty of things to chew this team out for. Plenty of stuff to work on and clean up. Plenty of things to make these players take notice of. Tons of coaching points, and that's a great thing. And they still blew Iowa State out, but it was not clean. That being said, I love the way this defunct The defense responded in the second half. No points given up. Iowa State, second half offensive possessions. Punt, punt. Turnover on downs, punt. And a TFL on their final play of the game to end it. Awesome. I mean, absolutely awesome. You think how shaky it started? 
And they just took it over and started to do their thing. And boom, no points in the second half. Total domination. Several players flashed in this game. Billy Bowman, Bothroyd, Gentry Williams, my dude. Reggie Pearson, Peyton Bowen, Desan, Stripling, PJ, Lacey, Mackenzie, Lewis, Dolby, Downs, Kelly, Laulu. I love this game. Laulu was a force up there, and Kelly got a couple big-time hits on the quarterback, made him think a couple times about holding on to that ball. He's like, I got to get this out of there. Rocco was not digging that. And it was great just to see Jaron Kanick on the field to start the game after that scare last week. So that was a huge relief. Defense, crazy. Crazy talk. Now, offensively, this might have been the O-line's best game, too. Late in that thing, my dude Caleb, number 53, drive blocking 10 yards downfield in the fourth quarter of a 50-20 to 20 blowout. You know Bill Biedempo was digging on that, seeing the, the big uglies grinding late. Game in hand, it doesn't matter. You're going to pay the price. I thought Dylan Gabriel was very good in this game. Hit 10 different receivers, four players with a catch of 39 yards or more, three different players with a touchdown grab. He had two rushing touchdowns. Dime time, baby. And even though you can always count on him playing at a very high level, I love Drake Stoops' game tonight too. Plays the right way every time. Put Drake Stoops on when you want to show aspiring receivers how it's done. That's the right way to play football, youngins. Check it out. The run was efficient too, but still not explosive. Although Walker did have a 60-run, 60-yard run called back on a super sus holding call late in this thing. It looked like a pancake to me, but whatever. That would have made things look a lot different. And after I did my show last week, I went back and watched the Cincy game again. Marcus Major had some very nice runs in that game and would have had a great day if not for some penalties that took away some of the biggest gains. I thought he looked pretty good again in this game. We did it. No trap game. No letdown. 5-0. and oh. How does that feel, Sooner Nation? And for the most part, pretty healthy and the depth on this team absolutely ridiculous especially on the defensive side of the ball with our young guys getting better every game last week they played 25 guys on defense this week it was 32 32 different players getting defensive snaps (laughs) that depth was not there last year. I don't know that it's ever been there like this. And we got some young bloods coming in too. Man, BV building something special. But now it is time to go get your minds right and come back next week as you know what time it is. And revenge is a dish best served 
with a corn dog and a fried Twinkie. We're talking Texas State Fair. Mm. We got a week to get to that, people. So let's recap the action from this week before we move forward. Friday night, number 10, Utah, at number 19, Oregon State. And the Beavs pounded those Utes 21 to 7. Corvallis bumping, doing it right on a Friday night. For those Beavs, Silas Bolden, 53 yards and a rushing touchdown. And six receptions for 100 yards and a receiving touchdown. That OSU defense, we're talking Oregon State, a different orange and black. Sorry, Pokes. That defense was on lockdown, holding them mutes to under 200 yards total offense. That's what we talked about Utah being on borrowed time without Cam. Well, time ran out on Friday. Both of the Utah quarterbacks really struggled. If this team has Pac-12 championship aspirations, college football playoff aspirations, might be too late. Either way, to keep having any success, they have to get Cam back. Next week, it's Cal. They should be able to handle those Golden Bears. But after that, they go to SC and then host Oregon. We need my man Cam back. Hopefully, he can get right and get back in there because that's a pretty good football team. And then it was on to Saturday's action. Speaking of Pac-12, number 8 USC at Colorado. In the means of Troy, escape Boulder with a 48-41 to win. And even though USC is undefeated and pretty much scoring at will, in my humble Tebow-hating opinion, I think Caleb is masking a bunch of warts on that team. I think better competition is going to expose those flaws. Maybe I'm wearing Sooner goggles, but I don't think so. We're going to find out in a couple of weeks. That being said, Caleb balled in this game, six touchdowns. And they were never really in trouble. Colorado got it close there at the end, but SC pretty much in control. But I'm not seeing a lot that I like out there other than how freaking good Caleb Williams is. Speaking of freaking good, Colorado's Amarion Miller, freshman, huge coming out party, seven receptions, 196 yards, and a touchdown in a losing cause. But Prime's getting it turned around. I'm going out on a limb here. You're going to hear a whole, whole <laughs> bunch about Colorado until Prime moves on. So I like the fit there. Hope he stays. It's good for the program. It's going to be good for the Big 12. It's great for college football. But, uh, yeah, Buffs could not get it done. Close, but no cigar. Number 24, Kansas. At number 3, Texas. Texas wins 40-14. to 14. No Jalen Daniels for Kansas. I guess the back seized up before the game. Even without Daniels. Kansas plays hard, man. They fought their Jayhawk butts off in this game. They couldn't take advantage of some early opportunities. And Texas just wore them boys down. Texas. 
They have a lot of speed. Can't front on that. Jonathan Brooks ran the damn ball. 21 for 218 and two touchdowns. Scary stuff right there. Speaking of scary, Jatavion Sanders, he left this game with an ankle injury. Not sure what his status is for next week. They don't think it's long-term damage, but it's a quick turnaround. Is he going to be there? Who knows? But do not fret. We will do a deep dive on those dirty horns next week. So make sure you do not miss it. Number 13, LSU at number 20, Ole Miss. And if you didn't see it, go back and watch the hit. Number three, Dejan Anthony put on Jaden Daniels. Man, lit that cat up, caused a fumble, stopped what was most likely a scoring drive. Three plays later, 43-yard TD run by Ulysses Bentley IV. What a great name, Ulysses Bentley IV. That's how I would introduce myself. Oh, hi, I'm Ulysses Bentley IV. Great name and good score by Ole Miss. But if you didn't know that Jaden Daniels is a sick freak, you do now. 27 to 36, 414, four touchdowns, 15 carries for 99 yards, and another rushing touchdown. That sounds pretty good. Last week, Ole Miss, 29 rushes, 56 yards. This week, 49 rushes, 317 yards, and three touchdowns. Led by Quinshawn Judkins. He had 33 for 177. A good name, but not Ulysses Bentley, the fourth good. But a hell of a good game. And the Rebs, the Sharks, whatever they're called, they outscore LSU 21-7 in the fourth quarter. Including including the go-ahead touchdown with just 39 seconds left. It's over, right? Mm. JD drove LSU down. Like they were so close, but they just ran out of time. They had downs left, but just no time left. It's a game of inches and a game of seconds. God give it up to Jackson Dart. Bounce back. After really struggling versus Bama last week, he was 26 of 39, 389, four touchdowns, 50 yards rushing, and a TD. Man, they could use that run game last week against Bama. Tough, but this is still a huge win. And when you have no rooting interest, games like that, so enjoyable. Loved every minute of it. Heart rate not racing because I don't care who wins, just enjoying some football. Next year, it'll matter, but not this one. Number 11, Notre Dame. And number 17, Duke. Notre Dame wins in epic fashion, 21-14. to 14. Notre Dame up 13-0, led the whole game. That was until Duke took the lead, 14-13, to 13, with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Notre Dame with one more chance, 235 left in the game starting on their own five. And all day, Notre Dame struggled on third down, three for 15. No prob, Bob, just do it on fourth down. Three at three on fourth downs on the day. And none, <laughs> and I'm talking none bigger than Sam Hartman's 17-yard run on fourth and 16. 
He waited for that to clear and then just took off. What a great play. And the very next play, estimate, bust it, 30 yards to the house. Irish go for two. It's good. Ensuing Duke possession, Notre Dame, sack fumble. Notre Dame takes over, stealing that win. Sending them Dukie fans home, distraught, dismayed, disoriented. You saw the look on some of their faces. They did not know what the hell happened. We asked how Notre Dame would respond to that devastatingly brutal loss. Well, they did so by dishing one out to those Blue Devils. Domers had a chance to melt down. Instead, Estime rode touchdown Jesus to the game-winning score and an amazing win, keeping their season alive. And seeing Hartman waiting to check on Riley Leonard, who got his ankle rolled up on, awesome, class act, digging Hartman. Oh, baby, if you love the Sooners and you hate burnt orange, you do not want to miss next week's show. We're going to get knee deep in some Red River rivalry. That's right. So you Texas week and Sooner State of Mind is going to do our part. So make sure you're a part of it too. Head on over to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows. Type in Sooner State of Mind. You are locked. Ton of great shows there. Every team, every topic, everywhere. Believe.com. If you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search the football dudes. You will find us. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online. My name is Casey Mallon. I am in a Sooner State of Mind. Have a great week, people. We'll see you next time.